Welcome to the Empowered Spirituality Podcast. Join me, your host, Samantha Nagel, a certified integrative nutrition health coach, poet, witch, and work in progress for grounding meditations, inspiring interviews, and reflections about spirituality, holistic health, and the world around us. Join in every Thursday as we explore what empowered spirituality means to us in today's world. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Empowered Spirituality. Uh, the season wrapped last week and I'm already doing a bonus, <laughs> so who knows. Um, I do find that to be what happened last year too. I wrapped and then I had all of these small random ideas for a little podcast. So um, I think not having to, not having to do a big one every single week sometimes uh, a bonus idea will will come up. So here's another bonus. Uh, we're probably not going to be bonus episodes every week, <laughs> but um, yeah, just stay tuned for little bonuses every now and then. Um, all right. So today I'm just going to do a short little fun one. I thought this would be kind of fun. Um, I follow Witch Wednesdays, the podcast. Um, Steph was on here uh, in April or so, uh, April or March. Uh, we had a, such a fun chat and we've also done an Instagram live together. We did some Q&A stuff over there. So if you want to see that, it's still on my page. Um, and I'm on her Patreon and she did this in 2021 <laughs> and said it was common. So I think it was common at the time. I'm sure the, the uh, fad has obviously faded because it's been a year and a half. <laughs> um, but she said it was really popular like on YouTube. And so I thought it would be kind of fun to revisit that. So it's 13 witchy questions just to let you get to know me a little bit more if you're interested. Um, and also I will be giving you some like resources that I really like. Okay, so my first question, not my first question, the first question is which name? So I do have a witch name, um, but I don't want to share it with everyone. Um, the reason I have a witch name is to be separate from Samantha Nagel. Um, so I enjoy having that separate name. It's not my name, uh, but I don't want to share what it is. <laughs> so number two, favorite witchy subject. Um, this is one of my favorite subjects of all time uh, is herbalism. I uh, have always been pretty interested in it. Um, even as a kid, I was like interested in the idea um, of like making things and things that you can make on your own um, plants and kind of what they're up to. Um, but it hasn't been until I was a little older um, that I started diving back into it. I started with just tea in general, like boxed tea, uh, which is also totally fine. Um, and then I kind of moved into buying the herb that I was drinking as a tea and just having loose leaf tea. Um, then I started combining maybe two herbs together to make a tea. Um, and right now I'm kind of exploring all sorts of things. So I made the first batch of tinctures and it actually is pretty good. Um, it does not smell good, <laughs> but it tastes good. Um, I made uh, a salve for my hands because I have eczema. So that was really fun to have eczema. No, um, it was really fun to make something 
uh, that works better than the lotion that I was buying um, and was less expensive, like per tin, kind of. It was like a little bit more expensive at first because I had to buy wax, or beeswax. Um, but it was fun. I got to buy local wax. So that was kind of fun. It looks way different than the little beads <laughs> that you can get like on Amazon or whatever. Like she showed me the difference and I was like, oh, I want that one. <laughs> um, I just made kombucha. I don't know if that counts as herbalism, but I think so. Um, yeah, just getting really into cooking. So yeah, that's my favorite subject and witchy subject. I could really talk about it all day. Um, number three, favorite witchy song or musical group. Um, I really like Beautiful Chorus. Um, they have kind of affirmation style songs, and I think they're so beautiful. Their voices are absolutely gorgeous, um, and they are, all, are always really cozy and really uplifting. Um, so I put those in a lot of my yoga asana flows and I will play them at groups, um, and I play them for myself. I play them for myself when I'm anxious too. Um, and I hum along to the rhythm or the words, and that is really, really helpful. Uh, last witchy item purchased, um, was yesterday. <laughs> I got a bunch of herbs from the herb store. I got Tulsi hibiscus flower, um, chamomile, and uh, lav. Nope. I feel like there's one more. I don't know. Uh, number five, favorite witchy book. Ooh. <laughs> I know I should have prepared before. Hmm. I like The Witch's Path, which is a great beginner book. Um, it talks about how to set up kind of step-by-step, -step, like things you should look into and things you can journal about and stuff if you're going on this path. And so I really liked that one. Oh, I love Women Who Run With the Wolves. And it's not like witchy, but it it is. It is. Um, that's actually where I learned that the root word of witch was wise or wise woman. Um. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And actually, in January, I'm doing a sacred reading book club. So we're going to be reading through that book uh, with a group. It's going to be mostly on Discord. And then we'll meet on Zoom uh, either once a week or once a month. <laughs> and I'm letting people vote on what they prefer to do there. Um, but yeah, that is free. Just so you know. Uh, favorite color? Yellow. I think yellow is um, cheerful. Um, it's a color that I uh, I see myself <laughs> as that color. Um, yeah, I don't look good in yellow though, so it's not my favorite clothes color. Do I have a familiar? Hmm. I don't think Nora, my dog, is my familiar. A familiar is an animal that you have a bond with. It's not necessarily a pet. Um, and it is linked to you and it could protect you and you can like send it out and send it back to you to do like your, some of your magic. Um, it's a really simple explanation. I do not. I actually think I did and something happened to her. 
So I don't know. There was this cat that always hung out at my house. And any time that I had really heightened emotions or on the full moon, she would always come by. She didn't look like a stray. It looks like she came from her house to my house. Um, She's very, very cuddly. She would just like follow me around, sit in my lap, um, roll around on her back. Um, She did not like when I touched her tummy though, (laughs) Uh, but she liked pets and scratches and cuddles. Um, And I named her Stella. Um, Yeah, and I just felt like a really strong connection to her. Um, And then I actually didn't see her for – uh, maybe like four months. Um, and I even like called out to her and she didn't come. And actually, cool. If I did call out to her, she would come. Like one night, I remember I was really upset and I was like, I would really like a visit from you. Um, and she didn't show up and I was kind of disappointed. And then I went out to my car the next morning and there were paw prints all over my car. And I I don't know for sure that they weren't there, but they looked new and I had been driving my car and didn't notice them. And then that night she came. So we definitely were connected. Um, Yeah, yeah, but I had a dream about her like four months after not seeing her that she was like crying and like driving away in a car and reaching out for me. And I haven't seen her since. So I kind of feel like that was her saying like, I'm leaving before I got the chance to say goodbye. But I don't necessarily know if that was a familiar relationship. It just feels like a, a spirit friend relationship. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I would be interested in exploring that. Um, yeah, But we're only allowed one animal in the house. And I feel like if I called out for a familiar, let's say a dog or a cat came, uh, like I couldn't keep it or I couldn't have it at my house. Favorite Sabbath. Um, I think Maybon, Maybon or or Yule or Samhain. <laughs> uh, we're approaching Yule. That's obviously very fun. I, even though everyone else is celebrating Christmas, I tell myself they're celebrating Yule, and I'm like, yay! <laughs> I just celebrate an early Christmas, and everyone else is just doing a late Yule. Um, but I also really like Samhain. Probably probably like it more. It feels, and everyone else is celebrating it too, um, whether secular or spiritual. More people are secular, and then Day of the Dead is also the next day. Um, So it feels like we're all really uh, celebrating it. Um, And I think that makes it more powerful when more people are are celebrating and and have intention. Uh, That's why I like the New Year's. I know that Samhain is... uh, the witch is New Year, but I do observe January 1st as the New Year because everyone else or most people are observing it as the New Year. So it has this extra magical intention. Um, what else? But I also really love Maybon. For me, it feels really exciting. It feels like um, the new, the start of the season that I like. It's finally cooling down a little the days are getting shorter. Um, the colors are more beautiful to me and everyone else's energy is slowing a little. Um, and that feels really good. Favorite witchy shop. Um, my favorite in-person witchy shop is the herb store in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, I actually had one in Santa Fe, New Mexico that I really loved, but they just closed, which was so sad. Um, 
I will say also, I have two other ones that you could order from wherever you are. One is Robin's Skincare Creations. Um, if you look up Robin's Skincare Vegan, it will come up. I know she doesn't say that she's a witchy person, um, but it's like all homemade um, beauty product products, lotions, uh, salves, creams, um, serums, and they all are herbal, and they all don't have a lot of ingredients. Um, most of most, if not all, of the ingredients are herbal um, or are natural. Um, so I really love that, and it's the only thing that's ever cleared up my skin. The lotion is also like very; it's very good for my eczema as well. Um, my second one is similar. It's called um, Utter Delight. And that's based in New Mexico as well. And they uh, use goat's milk. And they are just from this very, very small town where I'm from. Uh, But you can order online. Their prices are really low because they are from a smaller town. Um, And their stuff feels absolutely amazing. And it's not witchy, but I, I always think that when you work with those things, it is witchy. Favorite food drink around ritual? Oh my god, tea. <laughs> I drink tea when I wake up. I drink tea before I eat sometimes. I'll drink tea after I eat, especially if I'm drinking something that's a trigger food for me. Um, I drink tea before bed sometimes. I drink tea in the bath. I drink tea um, at meetings or or Instagram lives or something. Um, and I always stir my intention in. And I always have a different intention for each herbal blend. Yeah, my favorite. And also when I uh, bake, I will usually light a candle that corresponds to how I want that baked good to feel. And then I use a little bit of moon water in my baking Um, and then put like crystals out maybe when it's uh, drying or not drying, (laughs) uh, cooling. How to summon me. Oh, I don't even know what that means. Um, I think it's like how to pique my interest and that's how I'm going to answer it. Um, I mean, like talking about any of the stuff I just talked about, (laughs) um, so herbalism, witch stuff, rituals, goddesses, uh, feminism, menstrual cycle, uh, intuitive eating, diet culture, (laughs) um, something you could make homemade. Uh, that you wouldn't think you can make homemade mm, dogs. My dog <laughs> would be best, but we can talk about dogs in general. Um, cat, anti-capitalism stuff. Um, and then if you, oh my God, one time my friend told me recently, she was like, do you want to come over and rewatch New Girl and drink tea under a blanket? And I was like, I'm in the car, <laughs> like on my way. Um if you say something like that to me, I, I'm there. <laughs> um, yeah. Something random on my altar. I don't know about random. Oh, yeah. I do have something that's kind of random, you could say. I have this little thing, and I bought it when I was, like, I don't know, 15, 16? Um, and I've, I've, like, carried it around with me from place to place. Um I think it's a paperweight technically, but it's like a beige note. Like, I don't know. What would you call it? It has a rounded head, 
a, a dome head and a little face that's just smiling, like but like peaceful smiling. And it's holding out a little stone that kind of looks like a garnet, maybe. I doubt it was a garnet, but yeah, um, I can't really describe it that well. But it doesn't have any spiritual meaning in itself. It's just a little guy. Um, but yeah, I th- that little guy gave me like so much happiness. Um, I don't know why, but I would put it on my desk. I would put it in the bathroom and I would just look at it and be like, mm, I just like it so much. It's so cute. I bought it. I picked it out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it was probably like $10 or less, but I just, I love it. And every time I look at it, it kind of, I feel like it connects me to that version of myself who is deeply unhappy. Um, yeah. Uh, last question. Where do you see yourself spiritually in five years? I don't know. That's a cool question. I think I'm excited to see how that happens. I think I start, I like restarted as an adult. I restarted my spiritual journey um, with like meditation, which was fun um, in the moon cycle. And I, yeah, which was so fun. Um, and then I also got a little bit cultural appropriation-y. So I was like really into chakras. I was really into uh, indigenous Native American practices. I was like all into white sage, um, Palo Santo. Um, I don't know. Maybe that was it. But I like didn't have the concept of spiritual appropriation, cultural appropriation. Um, and then I feel like I moved more into like, oh, <laughs> shouldn't do that. Um, a lot into mindfulness and uh, self-compassion has been a huge part of my spiritual work. Um, and then this year has been more of uh, connecting to my ancestry, um, which has kind of helped me go from like, oh, here I am stealing and appropriating other people's cultures. Then I was like, I'm not going to do that, but I don't know what to do instead. And now I'm like, oh, okay, I can do my ancestral practices. So learning a lot about the cauldron systems, which is very similar to chakras, but is um, from the Celtic lineage. You have three cauldrons. Um, Uh, I think also ditching manifestation law of attraction stuff has been really big um, in my spiritual practice. I was all into like high vibes, uh, raising your vibration, scripting every – I actually do do a version of scripting where I just set my intentions every day. Um, Yeah, I was like really into the law of uh, attraction stuff. Um, And I feel like I was still into it at the very beginning of this podcast, so – A couple of those first episodes are about that. Um, And I've talked a lot about it, so I'm not even going to go into that. Um, Yeah, now I feel like I'm more grounded. I'm more into grounding, more into nature. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see. I've been doing a lot of goddess work, um, working a lot with the Morrigan and Bridget, who are from – Celtic tradition, also working with Hecate or Hecate in the Greek pantheon. Um, Sometimes like Artemis says hello, but I don't really work with her all that often. Working with Lilith from the Christian Judaism, kind of. (laughs) 
I don't think Christians are like, yay, Lilith. But <laughs> um, yeah, working with her and her energy. Yeah, very fun. So yeah, that those are the 13 witchy questions. Um, thanks for listening to this hopefully fun, more lighthearted witchy bonus episode. So see you sometime. <laughs> um, I don't know when I'll do another bonus episode. It'll probably be a while, but this was very fun.